This is no. Hello again, everybody, and day kickoff podcast. Every, can you stop doing that? <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the twenty-eighth instalment of the delayed kickoff podcast. With, as you would have heard, Maximus say hello. Hello. And Jamie is also here. Say hello. Hello. Brilliant. Hello. You good? Who? Me or Max? Me. Both of you. Let's do greetings. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, it's been a while since we've done one of these. Yeah, actually, yes, yeah, hasn't it? We can blame him. Sorry, lads. <laughs> Let's blame. Let's blame everybody. Yeah, it's Hans fault. Yeah, realistically. <laughs> Should have got her on. Talk about the Brighton result. Um, yeah, she loves football. She does. Does she actually? No, she fucking hates that I watch it. Like, I think once a yeah. week she tells me, I wish you never watched football. Like, it pisses me off. She probably, I don't know, when I met her, she comes across one of them girls, it's like, yeah, the nurses should be paid more than the footballers. And it's like, oh. <laughs> All right, let's not slaughter people straight into the podcast. Um, let's go straight in to the I mean, new segment fair, is. Yeah. What? They should, to be fair. I mean, nurses, it goes out saying that nurses should be paid more than football. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> a random discussion. Yeah, Footballers wouldn't exist without nurses, really, would they? I mean, I mean we, we, we can make that the big question if you'd want, but, I mean, let's, <laughs> Fuck let's move on I to... The question should be, who's better? Who's got a higher ceiling, Neto or Mbappe? And I'll probably say Neto. Um, no, the, the big question is a very generic one this week because you, you said you wanted to do a podcast one hour before actually doing it, so didn't give me much time. Anyway, um, this week the news section has been depleted of because there's no news in the football. Well, there is, but they're irrelevant. So we're going straight to the results and straight to Wolves' result. 1-0 win against Fulham, Max. Fancy uh... that. Discuss. Yeah, I'd be lying. I, I'd be lying if I said I watched it all because I was at work. Thank fuck. But um, you got to do better than one 0 against Fulham, really, haven't you? I mean, with the players we've got, uh, you know, you just everyone can agree you've got to be doing better than that. Surely, Wolves. There's a 90th minute goal as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm happy about that. I was buzzing with that. But then I looked at it the next day and thought, fuck me, we should have buried them. Yeah, but it's, you know... Fulham, Fulham are fighting for their lives. They're doing really well. So I, I am happy with that result. But again, like, we should be beating them by more because it's, I don't know. I don't know. It really is. Just, I, yeah. I, I, I disagree with you on that one because you see, even the West Brom, I mean, we'll probably talk about West Brom, but they're yeah. almost down. They are beating Chelsea, they're beating Southampton, while Newcastle are getting a good result here and there. And it's hard against relegation teams, especially this late on in the season, to get a result. So, yeah, one Fulham's I think so. not been easy. Fulham's not been an easy team to beat this season. Yeah. Liverpool, no, they, 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 they beat, they beat Liverpool. Liverpool, they beat Everton. Yeah. I can't even think of any more, but still. Yeah. It's quite an annoying that, result. Well, have you plucked that Everton result out? <laughs> I can't even remember when Everton played for them. That's the only one I can remember because it was when uh, I think Josh Madger scored. Oh, uh, yeah, Josh Madger scored the brace, yeah. Um, it's quite an annoying result, to be fair, because I really want Newcastle to go down. I was like, can you not let them win? Like, you're not playing for anything. Yeah, no, I, I, I want Newcastle to go down. I think I watched the game and when that try away goal went in, good goal as well, very good goal. Mm. Um, when that goal went in, I kind of thought, that's it. I think that, I think that goal relegates Fulham. Because like, now, 
I think it's six points they're away from the drop zone. Yeah. Because Newcastle won, they lost. Yeah. So we well, could say the West Brom got a better chance than them now. Yeah, so Burnley are 16th, 33 points, 31 played. Newcastle 17th, 31 played, 32 points. Fulham have played a game extra and have 26 points. So, yeah, if Newcastle win their game in hand, then that's just, I can't even speak, nine points. Quick math. Yeah, and if, if West Brom win their game in hand, they go above Fulham, don't we? Yeah, they, they do. Yeah, which is a surprise. I've actually, yeah, I'd just like to lodge my prediction quickly. I actually think West Brom are going to beat us at the Hawthorns. Yeah. First. I, 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 I said this... Um, I don't know if anyone's going to bring the West Brom results to the table, but um, we can discuss it briefly. I, I, I sent out the tweet on the delay kickoff uh, account that I think this is too little, too late for West yeah. Brom. I yeah, think you're right. Yeah. If if the if they beat Chelsea and Southampton before the international break, they'd stand a bigger chance. Yeah. But I I don't know. And as much as I think everyone wants them to get relegated, apart from West Brom fans. Mm because they're just no one really likes them in the Premier League. Um, it would be nice to see them, you know, do a miracle and stay up, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. But um, back to Wolves. Ned, uh, Neto injured. Uh, yeah, that's... that's Until the end of the season. Being a football fan. Yeah. Uh, that's incredibly depressing news. Probably one of our best players this season. I think he's our top scorer outfield. Um, other than maybe Neves, but it, it, yeah, it's not good. Wolves have suffered a bit with injuries this year, haven't they? With you know, Johnny's oh, yeah. been out, him and as stupid idiot who's saying, Oh, yeah, we need to believe in the small squad, we need to believe in the small squad. Well, you don't. If you want to do better and push up the table, you have to accept that you're wrong and you have to bring in the required reinforcements. But if you really hold on, keep holding on to this small squad philosophy then it, you're just setting yourself up for failure because Johnny's out. He's he's out literally just after coming back. He's got another ACL. Um, him That's and Ed returning this season. Uh, Marcel, he's made a paper. So as much as I love him, as much as he's been good when he's played, it's just, he's not, he can't, he can't play. Uh, and someone else is out. Can't remember who. Neves out this out this weekend, so we we really got a depleted side out this weekend. Um, and do you know what? I've yeah. If we if it don't get sorted in the summer, and it won't get sorted in the summer because what our owners are like, they're tight wads. Um, we we will probably go down next season. Ah uh, no, I I, I uh, the Wolves fan base. I because you retweet and like a few stuff on Twitter, so I do see stuff. Um, yeah. Overall, I think they're quite a negative fan base. Yeah, I don't mean that in a bad way, but I, I see I that, see them saying that they're actually contemplating that they could get relegated this season. Good. And you look you look good. at the relegation zone, you think no, no way. And I mean you could, but Wait, it's, it's not, not it's a real possibility. to get dragged in. Yeah, never, but right. it's, I just think that's negative thinking, really. I think they're negative because of how much they've fallen off. Like yeah, they were it. they were challenging for Europe. They were in the Europa League. We could have gone all last season had it not been for those results at Burnley and Sheffield United. Yeah, like I think we'll, you'd expect Wolves to be, Burnham, so. 
you'd expect Wolves to be doing what West Ham are currently doing. But yeah. instead, Wolves have just massively fallen off. And they're sort of... Yeah. They're not going to get relegated, but we're not going to... They're just sort of mid-table, a bit it lower. It pisses me off as well, because you were right. You're right now, aren't you? Because you said... We, I am. Yeah. We've gone backwards. We hadn't we hadn't gone backwards when you said it, but ever since... No, that, no. We took a massive... You had, you had backwards. gone backwards when I said it. Because no, I, I, I said it before the start of the season. I said, you've gone backwards... And now it's been proved right. Yeah, but since the start of the season, we've gone backwards. I wouldn't say we did it before. I think we were in a good position before, but, you know. It's... Well, no, because obviously I couldn't prove that you've gone backwards at the start of the season. You're not played in matches. That was just my yeah. prediction. My prediction was that you've gone backwards and, you won't, and you'll continue to go backwards this season. And you, I would have used the term going backwards. Wolves are going backwards. And I would have agreed with you if you said that. Uh, I wouldn't have said we'd gone backwards. I'd say I'd say we're going backwards, but it's just yeah, it's um it's a bit shit what's happened this season. It's been a really bad season. Um, I don't know. Depending on whether Jimenez Jimenez will come back next year, I think we'll be fine. Um, if he doesn't get obviously at the start of the season though, obviously we changed our playing style. So if he he wasn't getting as much service and he was getting frustrated by it, and you could see it was. Um, so. If he continues not to get that service, he'll, he'll leave for a bigger club. Um, we, we just aren't playing to our players' strengths at the minute. We're just playing some really shit negative football. And I have this argument with my dad all the time because he thinks it's fine, but it's not because we're not going to progress under Nuno. Uh, I think I think he has taken as far as he can. I'd love to see him turn it around next season. I'm not Nuno out, but maybe maybe it's time to admit that he's taken us as far as he can. Like, I don't know. To be fair, it's obvious for eighty percent of your downfall this season is down to him and has been injured. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say eighty percent because you, you don't. You not getting the service before, so yeah, they weren't on form before the injury. Yeah, yeah, no, but you literally have no one who can put the ball in the back of the net now. Like you just rely on like the occasional goalkeeper winger. No, you've got you've got a point, but but has William Jose scored a goal yet? No. Yeah, he's been very. It's not even his fault though because. Like you say, we aren't we aren't getting service to the strikers, so I doubt. I don't understand. Have much I don't understand why you aren't though. I don't understand why you aren't getting service though, because you've got Neto and Adama Traore on either wing. Yeah. And if anyone can create, you'd expect them to be doing it. They're incredible. They can be incredibly wasteful. As much as I rate them, they can be incredibly wasteful. Yeah. Totally. So, what about yeah. um? Is Podens was is he still injured? Podence? Yeah, he's, he's he's coming back slowly, but. Hmm. Yeah, it, it, I think he's back now. But yeah, it, it's another slow one. To, to... to be fair, I was thinking um, of another team of quite a small squad. It would be Everton. You see their bench last night. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. They, they don't have a small, it's not that they have a small squad. It's that their squad is riddled with injuries. Yeah. They've got, I was looking at it earlier. They've got like 10 key players out injured. They were playing six defenders, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, and the bench, the only one of the only names I could even recognise on the bench was Wobi. The rest of it was just youngsters. When a Wobi's yeah, your best really player on the bench, injuries. yeah, yeah, they've been seriously screwed. unlucky with injuries. Yeah, yeah, they they've they've been massively fucked by injuries as well, haven't they? Mm. I feel mm. like every, most people have this season. It's just Liverpool's the only, Liverpool's the only one you hear about. Yeah. They yeah. just make the most noise, and they make out like they're the only ones who've struggled this season. But literally, everyone has. No, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, let's Obviously move on. Right. Let's move on. Um, we've discussed Wolves, you know, 
I don't want to call it a nothing season for Wolves, but you know they're not going to get relegated. It's one of those mid-table yeah, ones. Season, I'll call it that. But it is quite literally a nothing season. Don't don't piss about, Chaz. It's a nothing. Yeah, it is. That's the best way you could possibly put it. I will call it a missed opportunity, though, because I think with this season, you know, the bigger teams, you know, your Liverpools, your Chelsea's, your Tottenham's aren't necessarily in that top four. It could have been a good chance for Wolves to push on, but it Mm. wasn't. Anyway, um, moving on to Europa League football. We all like a bit of Europa League football. Um. And Man United picks up a 2 0 win against Granada in one of the most boring games that the planet might have ever seen. Um, Jamie, did you watch this one? What's your take on it? I did. I did actually watch this one. Yeah, we we just got we just got the job done, didn't we? Like at, yeah. at the end of the day, Granada is probably one of the easiest teams. Probably is the easiest team we've had in this knockout stage because we've had Sociedad and we've had AC Milan. So yeah, we should easily walk past these, and we probably are going to do that. And then it's. Is it going to be Roma or Ajax in the next round? Well, Roma, I can't, I someone, someone won 2 1, didn't they? Who won 2 Roma, 1? Roma won 2 1. So Ajax in the mud. So, yeah, see, my dad's convinced uh, Roma are going to beat us in the semi. And yeah, I can't lie, he hasn't actually. I, I doubt he's watched a single Roma game this season. Um, so I don't know where he's getting that from. But if, if, we, if we get past AC Milan, you'd expect us to get past Roma because I'm pretty sure AC Milan are second and Roma are seventh. So. That's true. But this, you, this, you should be to... a, this should be a very easy route to the final. Yeah, but at this point, you know, I reckon you know, I could play Granada in the semi-final and lose. You know, we do have a semi-final curse at the moment, so... <laughs> but yeah, I, we, yeah I just, we just need to beat Roman. Well, I, it's, I think it's our advantage to us that the, it's a sem- the semi-final is going to be two legs, isn't it? Unlike yeah. last season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so if, if you do have a shit game, you can sort of make up for it. So I think that'll help us out. But uh, I think I think we've actually come on to really good, really good form at the moment. I, I really liked how we played against Spurs. Oh, we'll get on to that briefly. Obviously, yeah. you're unlucky with that um, Son's antics, but you know it's what he does. Because we're, we're probably we were talking about injuries, but we've probably not. We've probably got the minimal amount of injuries. Yeah, we've been. What, what is it? Martial and Bailly, probably the only ones who are notable who were out. At I the mean, moment. yeah. Well, Bailly's got COVID, he's coming, I think he's coming back, maybe going to be involved for Europa League. Yeah. So, I mean, Martial's probably the only one. Uh, so he's like... back for 30 days plus, I was reading. Martial's out for the season, yeah. Um, but I, can't lie, I don't rate Lindelof highly, but he has it quite good form, so. Yeah. I am kind that, of But that ball he played for Rashford's first goal. In, yeah. Out. yeah. Did he, I didn't even keep up with it. I never thought I'd like the uh, Lindelof Maguire partnership, but it has it has a uh, um, it's was, impressive recently. I was going to ask, and I spoke to um, Max about this, Chaz. I, I said, um, "Do you think Fernandez is possibly drawing up like one goal, one assist in his last six games? I know he's been playing very well. Uh, do you think he's been unlucky with his numbers, or do you think he's possibly drawing up?" I don't know Jamie's take on this, but yeah, I want to know. I want to hear both of your takes. Like, I'll, I'll be interested to hear both of your takes. In the last what three, four weeks, no, no, Jamie, the time Jamie, period we're discussing. I'm happy to criticise. So, <laughs> I think no, I, I, I think he has, but I think there's reasons for it. I think the fact that we're not playing, apart from the Tottenham game, yeah, we're playing with much conviction. We weren't playing as attacking as we could. Yeah, and I think that that has an effect on him, and I think 
there's been there's I mean there's been a lot of change you know sometimes it's Cavani sometimes it's Martial sometimes it's Greenwood in front of him that really shouldn't matter but I still think that that does have an impact on him but yeah his numbers have dried up a little bit I will admit that Jamie what are your thoughts on it yeah 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 it's yeah it's dry I've not I'm not noticing him as much in games but I think that was a lot down to Pogba's injury. Now Pogba's back, like he, he he could have easily had a he should have had an assist on the weekend for when Pogba tried that flick from four yards out. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. And he, he was unlucky. Larice made a good save from a, a quite a long shot that he had with his left foot. So I think his numbers are going to go back up now that Pogba's back. But at least we're not at least we're not fully reliant on him now because. Pogba's, Pogba's our star man now. Like Pogba's the one who, if you could ask for someone not to get injured, we'd all be asking for Pogba. Really? He, he's like he's like our main man now. Yeah, we're we're still reliant on him. Like I, if he was if he was gonna say who's more important to us now, I'd, I'd say Pogba is over Fernandez. Jinky's uh, finally living up to his price tag then. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he he always performs whenever he plays, but yeah, people just expect that much of him. He's got high standards of himself, hasn't he? He's been waiting for so long to actually have decent quality around him. And now we've got Bruno Fernandes and Cavani and Greenwood and Rashford. He's finally got that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I think I absolutely love Pogba at the moment. Like, he's got got to be first name on the team sheet every every single game now. This is the best we've seen Pogba in a Man United shot, which is... Yeah. But again... if we are going to secure second and win the Europa League, then Pogba's going to be Pogba's going to be the main man for that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, it's yeah, I agree. I agree. And again, we we have no idea whether he's leaving, staying this summer. It's another summer where we yeah, we sure. are so fucked if he leaves. Because I can't think of many players in the world that we could sign to replace what he brings. Exactly. And I am convinced that he is going to leave. After this season, I don't. I think because how long has he got on his contract? One year. One year, so he can leave on a free next. Yeah. Year. So, I mean, if we if we want to get any money for him, we've got to sell him this season. But imagine if we sell Pogba for like fucking forty million because he's only got one one season on his contract remaining. Yeah, that that'd be awful. That'd be awful because you're not going to sign anyone for forty million who's going to replace what Pogba brings. Exactly. Mm. Um, I do like Ruben Neves at Wolves. But again, step down from Pogba, but he is very good. That's a massive step down, fucking hell. Well, I wouldn't say massive. He's been one of our best players this season. Yeah, but like, come on. Season, there's, I agree, but... There's, there's, I don't think there's levels in there. Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, the only yeah. person who I think could replace what Pogba brings is De Bruyne. And that's the only, the only midfielder, I'd say, is better than Pogba in the world right now, I'd say, is De Bruyne. Yeah. So, yeah. And we're not going to sign De Bruyne anytime soon, so I'm very worried. <laughs> we're not going to sign De Bruyne. We'll stop. Not anytime yeah. soon. Um, let okay. Let's let's talk a bit more about that three-one uh, result for United against Tottenham. First half, we'll talk about the controversy when we come to the conversation. First half wasn't good enough for Man United. It was drab. It was boring. It was very slow. Second half completely changed. Saw a United season, you know. First half poor, second half come out fighting, score three goals, look like a real team. No, yeah, yeah I'd, it was, I'd agree with that. Did you watch it, Max? Uh, I watched the first half. <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> half to watch. I thought 
I caught the end of the second half. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were fucking class in the second half. Yeah. Uh, we completely outplayed them. I just, every single time we play, I always think, why can't we just play like we do in the second half of the whole game? Hmm. It's so annoying how well we played in the second half. Because Roy, Roy Keane as well said Fred was shy, but I thought Fred did quite well in the second half. Uh, yeah, I think he was okay. Uh, I still noticed that a few times, you know, he lost the ball. Uh, ball came to him once outside the box and he went to pass it, it just went out of play. Mm. Um, and that was in the second half, I believe. So, yeah, he's still got, you know, he's not the finished article. And Fr- Fr- Fred's one of those players that, is good and bad at the same time. And it's just, is he going to be more good than he is bad? Or is he going to be more bad than he is good in this game? And he's one of those players that is very indecisive when it comes to making an opinion on him. I don't yeah. know your opinion on him, Jamie. I, see, I quite like him. I think he he, uh, he proved what he could do going forward in the um, in that goal. Because there was a lot of tight passing in tight areas for that goal that he scored. And he's really good at, well, he's really good at close control and football like that. Yeah. So I quite like him. I think our best team is the team we put out on the weekend. I know um, I know Greenwood didn't start, but I quite like that team we put out. It's really solid. And then you bring Greenwood on in the second half. Yeah. Well, eventually, when Ollie decides to. I feel like Ollie's, he, he thinks you can't bring on subs before the 75th minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one thing that pisses me off about him. But his subs yeah. are after that Spurs game, I'm looking up, but obviously uh, Spurs are quite shit, so it's hard to really get a read on um, if that was actually a really good performance or not. But something that doesn't get talked about enough is the fact that we are unbeaten away from home all season. Yeah, that is. Like, when was the last time? When was the last ridiculous. time a team? When was the last time a team did that? I don't know. Clearly, um, yeah, it's out by the fact there's no fans there, but still, it's a very impressive. Yeah, team. but still, no one else has done it. I think, like yeah. teams like City, they still haven't managed it. And yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite pleased with that. It, it's, it's annoying. We should actually be challenging for the title right now. Well, that's that's what well, I was going to regretfully ask you. I was going to say, are you looking up or are you looking down? Yeah, I meant looking up as in I'm, I'm, I'm positive. Not I'm looking up at City. Yeah, because I mean, we we couldn't be eight points behind who in our game in hand, but realistically, we're not going to catch them. No. But when you look at games like we lost to Sheffield United at home, we drew to West Brom. Yeah, yeah, we true. Conceded to Everton in the last minute. We fucking should have had a penalty against Chelsea in the game, but we drew. There's so many points you can look back and think, fucking hell, we could actually be in a title race this season, in a title race as well against. We're against a city team that a lot of people are considering one of the best teams of all time. So yeah, it shows the jobs Ollie's done. I mean, Man City. To be fair, they've had their results as well. I mean, I remember early in the season lost five two to Leicester. They've drew with West Brom. I mean, they just lost to Leeds. So yeah, but um, everyone's had those results this again to win that game. So what was that? Leicester cheated to win that game. So just <laughs> cheat. Uh, yeah, they had about three penalties. I can't imagine what your view on that was. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were all penalties. I'm going to fuck you. You're chatting shit, man. No, I'm not. I'll He's take any like Man City loss. Don't worry. Um, results time. Um, we each bring a result and we talk about it. Um, we'll start with Maximus this week. Maximus, what result are you going to bring to the table? I think you mentioned it earlier. 
Um, gonna talk about the um. Oh, what fucking results are gonna say? Oh yeah, the Leicester game. The West Ham three, Leicester two. Yeah, I thought that was. I'll very be actually going to get Champions League. Who Leicester? No, uh, West Ham. Like, imagine if he actually did it. Well, that is the big question. Spoiler alert. Oh, Spoiler alert. Right. We're I going mean, to be discussing who's going to get Champions League, but we can touch on it here. We can touch on it here. Uh, go, go. If we're talking about Leicester, I can see him dropping out. Well, they bought yeah. well. They've got quite a good run of games. So. They yeah, they bottled it last year, didn't they? You can see it happening again. It would be it would be mad if they had that big of a lead again, uh, from fifth two seasons in a row and bottled it twice. Yeah, you'd you'd sort of start to think at that point they're never going to get Champions League again because they've had, they've had two perfect opportunities now, and if they bottle it twice, it's going to be fucking embarrassing. I I, I kind yeah. of feel I mean, a little sorry for Leicester. Prove my point. They are overrated. I've, I've the thing is, it's hard to uh, it's hard to judge it. It's hard to judge it because when you look at uh, the other teams, you think Leicester shouldn't be getting top four anyway. Like you think Europa yeah. League is good for Leicester, but the fact that they start every season so well and they're so clear of fifth, and then they end up fucking it, you end up saying it's a bad season. When realistically, at the start of the season, you'd probably say Europa League's a good season. They've had a lot of injuries. That's what I was going to say when I said I felt sorry for them. I think. Last season, when they bowled, and this season, I mean, they should be able to cope, but they have had a lot of injuries this season. Harvey Barnes was in the form of his life before he got injured. You know, when Madison's not really yeah. playing, that 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 is bad as well. I think Vardy's just Vardy's, you know, hit a bit of a dry patch. Uh, that's kind of been covered Two up. Two goals in his last yeah, game. Um, mm. So. Yeah, Iniacho has kind of filled the goals in there, which I think is good. Now they're playing the, sort of the two up front with Vardy yeah. and Iniacho. Maybe Vardy's not going to get the amount of goals he usually gets. Um, but yeah, um, on to Jesse Lingard. Now I put a um, tweet out saying, if Bruno Fernandes could be considered player of the year, or player of the season, I should say, last year when he came into United and got them numbers, I believe Lingard's got more goals and more assists for a West Ham side that really shouldn't be challenging for the Champions League. Is it too unrealistic to say Jesse Lingard should be in the conversation for player of the season? He probably should be considered for it, but he's not being Yeah, I I, I think because, yeah, West Ham, I mean, if you like them or not, they shouldn't really be where they are, should they? You know, they're not a top four team. Come on, mate. Come on, come on. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is, if if Chelsea, they, they you know, work, they work really hard this season. I think. You well, know, yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, but traditionally West Ham aren't because Chelsea would be on form, wouldn't they? Liverpool, if they had all their players back, they probably would be there. You know, I'm just, yeah. Chelsea, Liverpool, the normal top four that everyone was kind of expecting. And West Ham have broken yeah. and fantastic on them, but you know, usually teams around the stage like Leicester, they bottle it. See, I'm um, quite excited because uh, everyone's talking about how much money we'd have to spend to get Declan Rice, but at this rate, it's genuinely going to be a straight swap for Lingard. Hmm. Everyone's talking right. about that. Lingard's playing that well. Like he's it, he's taking the price of Declan Rice down so much. If we can include Lingard and in swap deal there, obviously we're probably still going to have to spend money. Like I don't think they actually would ex- accept a straight swap Lingard for Rice, but he's saving us a lot of money. 
the likelihood of the swap deal actually happening though with the people upstairs is very unlikely it seems far too intelligent for them but it seems far too obvious because West Ham are going to have they're going to they're obviously going to want Lingard back and we obviously yeah. want Dan Rice you know it seems very obvious but you know they're probably not going to go through with it well who's in charge it's Darren Fletcher's in charge now isn't he yeah I believe um, but everything still goes through Woodward I think Oh, right. Oh, we're still fucked then. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> but, um, yeah, well, I think Declan Rice, it's, it's all dependent if Tuchel wants him at Chelsea because I think Rice, his mind is set on Chelsea, but if Tuchel doesn't want him, then yeah, comes to United. So, um, I think the most obvious scenario right now is United doing a classic United, seeing Lingard doing well at West Ham and going, I'll have a bit of that and sign him a new contract at United and he gets benched most of the weeks. So that's probably the most likely scenario. I don't think I don't think Lingard would want to come back because he, he's he's seen how well he can do when he play when he's playing every week, and he, he's not going to want to go back to sitting on the bench and just playing in the League Cup and the Europa League because he's he's yeah. not going to be starting over Bruno Fernandes no matter he, what number he gets till the end of the season. When he's yeah. given consistent form, well, when he's given consistent games, sorry, he's actually proven to be quite a good player. It happened under Mourinho as well. I think it was 2017-18. Um, he was quite he was quite good for Man United and after in a consistent run of games. It was a time when he was uh, I think he Millie rocked at the Emirates or something. Yeah, the thing is he just lost he just lost all confidence and yeah, he got that back at West Ham. Yeah. I think it'd be a worse thing for him if he came back. Like I don't I think I don't think he's gonna even want it, even if United do want him back. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, gotta stay at West Ham and even if he goes, even if he goes to a club like Everton or something like that, where he still he'd still be a regular starter there. Yeah, yeah. He just well, he's just got to move to one of those clubs that are sort of challenging, sort of challenging for Europe, but aren't like considered bang on for Europe, like Everton and I don't know. I was gonna say Wolves then, but they fucked they fucked off this season, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he needs to just go to a club like that. But obviously, West Ham are going to be fucking desperate for him. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and sort of take Lingard out of that team. And we saw it against United when Lingard couldn't play because he's on loan from United. West Ham, completely different setup. Came to you, Old Trafford, just part of the bus. Didn't even look like attacking once. And we stole a 1 0, I think. But I, yeah, I think he changes West Ham. A similar impact to the likes of. Bruno Fernandes at United, Van Dijk at Liverpool. He's really had that monumental impact to West Ham. No, I'm not saying they were crap before he came, but he's taken them to that next level. Yeah, and if West Ham actually get Champions League, it's going to be so fucked. Like, It'd be hilarious, I reckon. That's just so weird, isn't it? Like, imagine West Ham against Real Madrid. That's just so... With David Moyes in charge. David Moyes has got... I think David Moyes should sort of be nailed on for a manager of the year anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because people were people were worried at the start of the season about West Ham, weren't they? Cause, I mean, we lost the first game or something to Newcastle, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I think everyone everyone thought they were going to be battling relegation like they were last season. All of a sudden, they're in the fucking Champions League places. That that just that I mean, the start of the season, I still can't get my head around what the hell happened. Everyone was beating everybody. It was a complete mess. Yeah, fucking everyone was talking about. Well, every, people were mentioning how it's Pep's was it was worst ever start or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, the weird thing is, this season's still very open. Like anything can happen. Like I was just looking at the table. Wolves can still get seventh place. Go on, Wolves. 
On Wolves. Um, if we get it, I'm going to piss myself. Yeah, apart from a, apart from who's challenging for the Premier League, like it is actually a very interesting season. I think relegation sort of fallen off because I think that's probably on the side. Yeah, but the top four race is fucking sick. I mean, United don't really have anything anything to play for in the uh, in the Premier League anymore, do we? No. no. So what are we what are we like like eleven points something like that nine uh, points nine points clear of fifth. Yeah, nine points clear of fifth. We've got seven games to go. Yeah. yeah, that'd be a that'd be a brilliant bottle job, wouldn't it? If we fucked that, you could you can still catch City. Got eleven points. Yeah, I mean, we could. It would take well, a cup for City. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and the way they played this season, you can't imagine that's going to happen. Well, it's coming up to um ten years since you won a title. And that's to be fair, you see, Man United. Did you see about when City won their first title and how we were eight points ahead of them with six games to go? I was, yeah. was going to say that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts still. So if we could flip that, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm just sal- salivating at the thought of that. It'd be the best feeling ever. Anyway, um, Jamie, have you thought of a result you want to bring into the conversation from this past week of football? Um. I was going to say West Ham Leicester because that is one of few games I actually watched. Uh, I do want to say it's a shit game, but Everton against Brighton because I wanted to talk about Everton because yeah. I'm sort of just I'm sort of just disappointed with how how they've gone because I quite like Everton and they should have they should have been the West Ham this season. I think. Injuries is obviously completely fucked up because as soon as Calvert Lewin gets injured, they've not really got much going forward. But he has such a solid defence, and with Carlo as the manager, I really expected them to push into top four. We could still do it, but it's very unlikely now, especially with the injuries they've got. They've suffered a lot from injuries this season. Yeah, but I didn't realise how depleted their squad was when you've got a few injuries. Because yeah. like they don't, they don't. They don't what have they got? They've got Josh King as a replacement. They play with Charleston up front as well. When yeah, Calvert Josh King's off at the end of the season as well, I think. Yeah, so they, they need it. I think they need quite a lot of investment if they're going to push for top four again. But I think it's going to be a lot harder next season because I think Liverpool are going to be back to the best. I think Chelsea are going to be more consistent. You've obviously got United and City who are going to be up there. Yeah. I think if any, if any of the outside teams of the top six were going to break into the top four this season. It was going to, well, any season, it was going to be this season. And obviously West Ham proved that. I, I thought, I generally thought it was going to be Everton. Because didn't they win the first seven games this season? Yeah. I yeah. completely forgot about that until someone mentioned it yesterday. So, yeah, I'm quite disappointed with Everton. And uh, I think the draw against Brighton was sort of like the final nail in the coffin for their top four hopes. Because, I watched the uh, I watched the highlights as well, and it showed Everton just had one shot literally at the end of the highlights from Awobi, and that was all. They got freaking absolutely dominated by Brighton. Yeah, yeah. So they they fucked it a bit this season, and Brighton are Brighton are safe, which I'm happy about because I quite like how they play football. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Brighton. Yeah, expected goal I'm king. Not. I just think they're overrated. 
Well, I can see why you say that, but yeah, I can see why you say that because you should be doing a lot better than we are. Because I think yeah. the team's actually quite the team. The team's a lot better than fighting relegation. Mm. We should be trying to push into that top half with the team they've got. Yeah, but yeah, but, yeah. I think that I think they're just quite. I think they're quite unlucky in a way. But yeah. I just I like I like seeing teams down there actually play good football. This is why I this is why I want Newcastle to go down so badly. I think that, that's that ship has sailed, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Um, I just one point before we go on to my result. I was just thinking this season, especially in the early goings, um, we had Everton, as you just said, were you know everyone was talking about them potentially winning the title. Obviously, that was very reactionary, but you know they were up there. Then, kind of Aston Villa had a little run at the top. And I remember Southampton were up there at one point. West Ham have only been the team, the only one of them four, that have really sustained that level of form and has remained in the conversation for top four. Well, Villa's fallen off, Southampton have collapsed. And you know what we were saying about Everton, they've kind of gone down. So and another credit to West Ham that they, because usually in these sorts of forms, yeah. when an unexpected team is challenging for top four, they usually fall off around this point or a bit before. But West Ham haven't, so another credit to them. To be fair another to Villa, to Lingard I, think, as well. I think all Villa needed was Grealish to stay fit and they would have been having that West Ham type season. Yeah. But yeah, because Grealish is one of the best players in the Prem. And they, when they lose him, they go from solid top half team to fucking battling relegation. So yeah, I think they, they, they massively missed him when he got injured. And he could be off next season, so See, you can't imagine he's going to stay at Villa next season. Uh, you can't have a player like Grealish playing for a club like Villa. True. And, and if they do lose Grealish, they're going to be a bit fucked next season. Very, very true. I mean, they do have some good players. I I'm a big fan of John McGinn. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> McGinn. Overrated. You know, not like him. No, so overrated. It's a joke. I can't well, believe I mean, that people were actually <laughs> raving about him when he scored a hat-trick against San Marino. Yeah, to be fair, I remember last season when... Uh, was it last season or was it two seasons ago? There was a lot of United fans saying he would have took John McGinn at United. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, that, that was too far. But... He's so it, overrated, it's a joke. To be fair, that, that was Great the player. season. Great player, don't get me wrong, but he's just so overrated by people who think they know about football that... Don't actually have a clue. I mean, you can't really say that to be fair because everyone's got an opinion. But I, I personally, I think he's massively overrated. Yeah, to be fair, I, I would no longer have him at United. Especially considering there's Villa fans out there that actually think he's better than Neves, and it's like Christ. Oh no, he's not better than Neves. No, he's not. You're absolutely correct. I think we have to be careful when we say overrated because fans are always going to hype up their own players dramatically. Yeah, uh, like Mason Greenwood. To be fair, the fact that he was to be fair, that is where my mind went when I said that Mason Greenwood. So, if you don't rate, if you don't rate Mason Greenwood, you haven't got much of a clue about football. Yeah, Yeah. but people people do overreact. I I I will admit that he's he's great and he'll have one of the best futures. But Villa fans in particular, yeah. I mean, yeah, everyone overrates the players, especially Villa fans, especially Villa fans. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll say that just to make Max comfortable. I think they're on top of the footballing world, but they're just not. And yeah. 
Just let it all out, Max. Just let it all they out. Are, they are a massively irrelevant club. <laughs> oh. They're a irrelevant club. Um, well, my result, I was going to pick um, Bayern Munich PSG, but I might pick Real Madrid. Hang oh, I didn't know we could do that. Whoa, whoa, Hang on, 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 hang was pick a result to bring to the discussion from this last week in football. Last week, when have seven we, when days. Have we ever included. We've always You're included ever the Champions, included Champions League. League. That is the first time it's ever happened. That is a that load is of the first. Is, so can I? Load can of I include? Rubbish. Can I include the Italian league and Bundesliga and all this shit now when we bring in a result? Yeah. Any result you want to bring, I always say that. All right, Lens won 4-1 at the weekend. I want to talk about that. Well, we've already talked about your game, so get in line. <laughs> oh! <laughs> we've fucking, we've woke my dog up after that. All that shouting. <laughs> What's Woody's pick for the game? Um, <laughs> woke him up, he's pissed off now. <laughs> yeah, well, I was... Well, then, Charlie, talk about buying PSG. <laughs> <laughs> Thrilling game of football. Um, yeah, it was. It was brilliant. Um, imagine not picking that game and picking a nil-nil in the Premier League. It couldn't be me. But um, jokes aside, it was a fantastic game. Bayern dominated, PSG won. That's basically the story of it. Um, Mbappe proving why he's one of the best in the world. At this point, I'm leaning towards saying Mbappe is probably is the best player in the world. Oh, come on, on it, mate. For fuck's sake. This is not the worst opinion I've ever heard. I'll just... <laughs> He does it, yeah, but why? He's the best player. Anyone in the world that plays in league and Uber Eats is not the best player in the world. That, well, yeah, well, that's, well, hey, this guy's won a World Cup. This guy is gone to Champions League final. This guy has won everything there yeah, is to win a pop. Doing it in a proven league week after week, I'd have a lot more respect for him. I think everyone can agree with that. Yeah, the league. I mean, League One Uber Eats, whatever it's called, is a crap league. Yeah, but, I mean, the league is a crap league this season, to be honest. All the teams are pretty he, shit. He is, all, he, is doing he is also scoring against Bayern Munich. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, draw, and no, who, who did PSG play in the last round? Um, Barcelona. Barcelona, yeah, of course it is. And he exactly. did score in the term as well. Exactly. Mbappe and Sean Messi, so. You'd think this, uh, this tie between Bayern and PSG... Whoever goes through here, you think they are probably the only ones who can stop City from winning it. True. I feel like we're relying on nah, whoever goes through here. Yeah, the is uh, half a defender at the back formation, and yeah, they'll be. Yeah, <laughs> Benjamin Mendy will be part up front. Although he did, he did tuck away a good chance uh, a couple of weeks ago, Mendy. So that might be a boring prospect, but yeah, I, I, mean, this, I, this I did say I'm, uh, I did say I'm almost certain City win the City win the quadruple. That yeah, and now you've said that, I'm confident it's not happening. Well, they could, they could, they've got two in the bag already. They've got the Premier League and the uh, and the League Cup in the bag already. Yeah, I mean Spurs aren't going to beat them in the final. I don't, I genuinely, I don't see. We're sort of, we're sort of just relying on Tuchel for both, for both Champions League and FA Cup. <laughs> 
I will rate two shall incredibly highly if, if he does both. In all fairness, you say League Cup's done. If anyone can pull a freak result oh, out of the bag, off. it's gonna be Jose yeah. Mourinho. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not saying Don't it's gonna happen. Yeah, maybe fucking five years ago, ten years ago. He's not gonna do it now, is he's finished. That's no well, that is true. Exactly. Well, I'm, just, I'm just saying it's not a foregone conclusion. I expect City he's, to win, but it's not 100% City win, is all I'm going to say. He's absolutely, he's been rattled by Ollie. He's ab- yeah. absolutely rattled by Ollie. Yeah, I, I, I admit that. Have you um, seen him going at, uh, going at Ollie's comments about not feeding his kids? Yeah. God, how can you take, how's it? I'm pretty sure Ollie didn't mean that literally. Like, I don't, I, I'm oh, pretty no. sure he didn't feed his kids. He's, he's just so, I find it so weird. He just starts going on a rant about how everyone should feed the kids. Yeah. Like he, he, how can you get that fucking rattled by Ollie? Yeah. I mean, if Ollie doesn't feed his kids, Rashford will do it for him. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I fucking hate Jose so much. Yeah. He's, he's, he is finished. But, you know, don't write, I never write Jose off, even when he's crap, which he is now. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm just, finish talking about PSG really second legs tonight I'll be watching that with bated breath it's going to be another classic I think um and I think what you're right game? Jamie what huh? game on tonight Bayern PSG and Chelsea Porto I mean Chelsea Porto is going to be another good game well Chelsea are through aren't they two away goals mm, would it be away goals I haven't them off yet yeah they were I mean Porto played better than Chelsea they just, I'm not going to say they Actually, I will say they dominated. I didn't watch the Chelsea's game. Defense is, Chelsea's defence has just been too good under two. So you can't imagine they're going to concede two goals. That is true. And yeah. that would it'd have to be two without response. And I can't even imagine them conceding two. So. Well, yeah. stranger things have happened. They conceded five to West Brom somehow. Who is oh. on, um, who's on their side of the draw? Is it going to be Chelsea against City? Uh, no, it's going to be Chelsea against Madrid or Liverpool. Right, so it's going to be Chelsea against Madrid. Well, that's well. The quick fire picks this week. I've done a little. We're going to predict the Champions League. Oh right, okay, okay. Um, so we will leave that. I want to. You want to. You want to go into more detail though. Yeah, I hate quick fire picks. You love it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it because now we have the fun of talking about conversation and. Jesus Christ, I think this is one of the worst weeks we've ever had in the history of VAR. Yeah, can we? Oh my God. I'm going to fucking blow my nut, honestly. The only, one, the only one I could think of off the top of my head was the uh, was the Son one, but then I just thought about it, and there's a fucking lot this weekend, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. well, I've got five here. I might have missed one. Um, we'll start with a week ago. Jude Bellingham scored a perfectly good goal against Manchester City, and it was ruled out. Because apparently he fouled Edison, winning the ball off a goalkeeper. What? I, I, I don't even know where to begin with this one. Goalkeepers are the most protected person alive at the moment. Right. The, the, again, this is not VAR's fault. The ref absolutely oh, no. fucked it here. Like, why the ref didn't let that go and just let the goal be scored? I, I, I don't. Has he, even, has he even come out and explained why he did that? Has anyone come out and tried to explain why he did that? No, I don't think I don't believe so. Because I, I just can't see why you wouldn't just let the ball be put into the back of the net. Like no one could understand it. It's just one of those where every single football fan can see what's happened. So why can't the ref? So why can't you just let it go and be put into the back of the net so you can at least check it? Like even if you're certain about the decision, 
when you're that close to goal and he's got an open goal, you just let him put it in the net so he can at least check it if you got it wrong. Yeah. In an era of linesmen and lineswomen keeping their flags down for a period of time so they can let play go on, it's yeah, I mean, shocking the ref blows the whistle when Bellingham has got an open goal in front of him. Yeah, when something like that happens and he's still got four defenders in front of him and a goalkeeper, then you blow the whistle for a foul. But when something like that happens and he's got an open goal in front of him from fucking five yards out, I don't, I don't see any reason to blow the whistle. That, that's just absolute bollocks. Yeah. It's one of the worst decisions I think I've seen. Yeah, it's just the ref being a fucking idiot. Because uh, VAR can't do anything about that. Under the rules, because he's just absolutely fucked it. Hmm. I mean, it pissed me off it was against Man City as well. I think that's why I'm rattled by it more. But just to... F- I, I, yeah, it's it was more of a foul on Bellingham than it was a foul from Bellingham to Edison. But God, I think goalkeepers are overprotected in football at the moment. You know, if you touch a goalkeeper, it's a free kick to them. They're so overprotected. And it's just... Yeah, it's no, not but good. you look at some time, but then there's been examples where, like, was it against Sheffield United when... De Gea was clearly yeah. fouled, and it's like sometimes goalkeepers are overprotected, but then sometimes they're not. And yeah, the, the rules are just that inconsistent. Like sometimes a free kick will be given for something, and then the exact same thing will happen; it won't be given. I don't think any. I don't think anyone's got any idea what the rules are because the, the decisions are so inconsistent that are made. I I yeah I think for all of VAR's and officiating's problems, consistency is the underlying thing everybody wants. We want yeah. consistent, even if it's a consistently yeah, bad You'll never, thing, you'll never ever get consistency with VAR. Like, you'll never get it. It just needs yeah, to be... Then you'll, 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 get, you'll get more consistency than if you just go off a referee's decision and you can't have a review of it. Mm, I don't know about that one, mate, personally. I don't think you'll ever get um, yeah, you're never you're never gonna get it perfect, but you fucking massively reduce the uh, reduce the errors by having VAR. Yeah. Well, let's br- is- let's bring in the offsides. Um, William Jose against Fulham and Roberto Firmino against Aston Villa. Basically, the same scenario. They got the lines out again. Um, oh, <sighs> is that a dodgy decision for Villa? You never see them in the Premier League, do you? <laughs> I didn't, didn't even clock that you were going to say. I, I completely forgot that we were going to say but oh well. Um, I, 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 I'm struggling to think of what to say about offside. Because offside is offside. But when do you give it the benefit of the doubt? If it, it, off, I think offside is the hardest job that the referees have in deciding. Yeah. Because... No one's gonna. You're never gonna get everyone on side and happy. Whatever you do, whether you go off armpit hairs, whether you go off legs, whatever, you're never gonna get everybody on side. Yeah, we just spoke for two minutes about consistency. At least off, at least this offside gives you consistency. That that is true. That is true. But I've apart seen... from apart from when they've not got the right camera angle and they have to go with the on-field decision. Well, then we'll that... get we'll get onto that. Okay. Um, but it's. Yeah, it, uh, the Sky Sports commentator made a good point when uh, I was watching this Liverpool Villa game. Yeah, we don't goal line technology. The first bit of technology that really came into football, no one complains about it if it's an inch in or out. It's either in or out. No one's complaining about it. So should we be complaining that it's an inch offside or not? 
yeah and i think yeah, that's a yeah. that's a that's an intelligent point and i think yeah as much as uh, it's painful if people fun. really want to go back with the fucking refs and linesmen we've got now the people really want to go back to going off their on field decision where they've only got one look at it. yeah because there's going to be a lot more fucking errors doing that than there is with VAR. Like, yeah. It's got to a point now, though, where they show VAR's looking at it, they show the screenshot, and they zoom in and they, and they look at the players, and I'm thinking, I have no idea what they're going to... I have no idea whether they're going to give this onside offside. I, I could look at this forever, and I will not know what they're going to choose until the decision is confirmed. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's, yeah, but then it also it also works it also works really well because you had a West Ham goal that was going to make it four 0 from Diop, which was quite that was about was about a foot offside, and the 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 linesman on field gave that and then VAR disallowed it. So I think with offsides, I sort of think like stop moaning about that because you get you get inconsistency and you get in the right decision most of the time. Mm. Well, under mm. the rules, under the rules, you get in the right the right decision. Basically, all the time. Yeah, I, I so, agree. Yeah, I sort of just think stop moaning about offsides. Sorry, no, it wasn't. It wasn't specifically. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't specifically directed at you. It was just, uh, <laughs> at people who moan about offsides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I get that. But I, I remember looking at the Firmino one. And I'm thinking, I'd give that onside. You know, I don't. I yeah, don't even think. Sometimes you. I feel like we've got to change the rule where. The benefit of it out has to go to the attacker, but then the exact same debate debates are going to be said, no matter what, really. Yeah. Because no matter what you change the rule to, we're going to have these debates about, oh, it was only an inch, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're never going to end these debates about offside. One hundred percent agree. With if, you people, if people want to get rid of VAR for offsides, then we're just going to end up complaining even more. Mm. Yeah. Um. I've just added one that you've reminded me of, really. Um, Liam Cooper got a red card against Man City. Um, some people about the rules, though. Uh, yeah, it was it was basically the identical to Firmino, so I kind of included them. Yeah, it's where it was bollocks, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, but I mean, Jamie says we can't complain, so we yeah, can't complain. Um, yeah. <laughs> Liam Cooper got a red card against Manchester City. I've seen a few people complaining about this. I don't know whether you saw it. Depends uh, what angle you look at it from, because I was like, yeah, it's a red, and I was like, oh, shit, maybe not. And then I was like, yeah, definitely. Nah, I, I thought that was a red. Because it, yeah, so it, like, it was like studs up knee high, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he I think. He did, he, did, he did touch the ball, but I think red card, you know, you've got yeah, a red card. A few inches either side, and he could have broke his leg. When you yeah. got studs up and it's that high up. Yeah. Here's the thing that some people I've seen complaining about on Twitter. I don't think we've brought it up before in conversation. What's your opinions on slow-mos? Do you think that, you know, looking at it in slow-mo doesn't do the offender any good? And it clearly doesn't. Do you think they should use slow-mos or do you think they should just watch it in real time? Um, well, you've got to use slow-mos really, don't you? Yeah, you have to because sometimes you might not be able to see it in actual... Like, maybe if a handball or something and you can't see whether it's actually hit his hand in a in normal speed, you've got to slow it down to check. So, yeah, I think oh, yeah. you've got to slow it. But for, for, for stuff like this Liam Cooper tackle, do you think that it's better to watch it in the pace of the game 
or watch it. I mean, it. you just, you just got to watch it off both and make a decision off that. Yeah. Because if you don't put it in slow motion, then there might be something that you've missed. That, like, that's the whole point of reviewing things and having VAR. I, yeah, I totally... Just watch, just watch it in both and make your decision. Right. You shouldn't. Your decision shouldn't really be swayed whether it's whether it's sort of slow motion or not. Just look at it in both and make a decision off that. That's basically all I've got to say. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think everyone's in agreement that Liam Cooper's red card should have stood, and it has. Edison Cavani, he had a goal disallowed against Tottenham because McTominay flicked. I, I don't even know if flicks doing it justice. Tapped, grazed the face of Son, and Son went down like he was shot. And yeah. the goal was disallowed. Now, I want to start off the bat and say, as much as Son pissed me off, you don't blame him. With the state of the VAR and the officials is in, you, you, you're going to go down like that. And it's just the way the game is. I'm not going to complain. I was angry yeah. then. Now I'm not complaining because anyone does it because the state of the officials. Yeah, but... if he doesn't go down, when, if he doesn't go down, it's not given as a foul. Because there was the, for the Mason Greenwood goal, Pogba did the same thing. So I think it was Eric Dyer. They put a hand in his face. But I think the only difference was, the only different one, difference was Dyer didn't go down. Yeah. They don't give stuff if they don't go down. Phil yeah, Froden is one of the obvious examples. Of yeah, that. And, that, and that's why that's why people do die because if if we don't go down, then they don't get the decision. Exactly, um, but this decision, it's I, I'm lost for words, Jamie. Well, you're the United yeah, fan. I don't understand how the refs changed his mind because the ref has seen it clearly in real time, and he said it's not a foul, and then he sees it on the screen. But he's, he's he's seen the exact same thing that he's seen in real time. Like he's literally just changed his mind because he felt under pressure because we sent him to go and review it. Yeah. Because like yeah. he's obviously seen it, he's got a clear view of it. He knows what's happened. But because they've sent him to review it, he, he thinks I've got to disallow this now. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was bollocks. If you're going off clear and obvious errors, that was not a clear and obvious error. Yeah, I yeah I I again I. I think I say this every week, the clear and obvious error, I, I'm ignoring now because half of the decisions they go to the VAR for are not clear and obvious. So that sort of sentence, that they, the guideline they go off, I've, I've sort of thrown that in the bin. I'm ignoring that because they never go off anymore. But yeah, it's... Again, as you said, it's consistency. Pogba does the same thing. Die doesn't go down and get the goal's given. Um so, it it's it's a complete state. I mean, yeah, yeah like the referee clearly made a decision, but if that happens, it's not a foul because the same thing happened to Rashford, didn't it? He went down after getting hit mm. in the face. The ref didn't give it. Yeah, I think so as well. He clearly doesn't think that's a foul, but because VAR sent him there, he's, he's been forced to give it because he's under pressure. It's it, it it's not enough to disallow a goal. Yeah. I think maybe if it's in the middle of the park and they give a free kick, I don't think many people are going to be complaining about that. But if you're going to disallow a goal, and it was a good goal as well, um, you're going to disallow a goal because of that, then that's... Yeah, I don't think, I think, I don't think I've seen anyone saying it was the correct decision apart from Spurs fans. So. I, yeah, my brother's yeah. a Spurs fan. And he, he said that, that, you know, it's harsh. Oh, your brother's um, a Spurs fan? Yeah. Um, well, I know. I haven't spoke to him since the results, so I'm just building up all, all the show bearing. Um, 
I mean, Lamella got sent off against Arsenal when he did what McTominay did. Uh, and again, when Lamella and Martial had that incident when Tottenham beat United 6-1. So, the, t- the touch in the face, I'm not sure where I lie on this because sometimes it's it's looked at in the harshest light and people get red cards other times it's not even looked at bollocks so it's just what, no one in, no one intentionally does it it's just when when you feel someone close to you it's what everyone does when they play football you know you put your arms out to try and yeah. push someone away like no one no one runs like that when someone's next to you with your arms by your side mm. and it's completely accidental I think unless another point, like a, the son was dragging complete... McTominay back, wasn't he? He was yeah. trying to drag him in McTominay's arm. Yeah, McTominay's just trying to hold him off. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't come out and said they, they fucked that decision yet. That's what they usually yeah. do. I think um, they won at some stage, though. Like... Yeah. yeah. It, it, I, I didn't think VAR could get any worse than it was last season, but here we are. I think it is, this has been not been a good season for VAR. Mm-hmm. And I think, to be fair, if fans were in grounds and these decisions are being made, then there'll be hell. There'll be booing and there'll be craziness. So I think VAR benefits from uh, closed grounds, to be honest. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, what it's like when fans are actually in the stadiums. Fans are going to get your fans going to get really pissed off with how, uh, how VAR works. Yeah, it's going to get um, pretty ugly. Um, final point on conversation. We go to last night. West Brom beat Southampton 3-0. Well done, Baggies. Nice one. And they had a goal disallowed, their first goal. Now, I, I didn't watch the game, but I watched this clip. Uh, the cross comes in, and I think Diange puts it in, and they go to VAR, and they rule that the goal's offside, but they rule it from Kyle Bartley, who didn't touch the ball and wasn't involved with play. So they've given offside because they thought Bartley was the one who scored, but Diange was, in fact, the one who scored. So it's thought, sort of a mistaken identity offside one. I thought it, I thought we disallowed it because, uh, no, yeah, we didn't make the correct decision because we didn't have the right camera angle for it. Yeah, that, that that's the thing that's come out. I think they said that they didn't have. Yeah, we didn't have the right angle. camera angle. Yeah. I mean, what a load of shit. Yeah, I know the amount of the amount of cameras we've got in stadiums now. You think they could find the right angle to uh, just judge whether it's on or offside? It, it's hard to believe VAR's been in place around the world for this long when, you know, we oh, we don't have a suitable angle for that. Well, what a, you've been around for two, three years. How have you not got a suitable yeah. angle for that? Yeah, that's just awful. It's, it, it, it's frustrating. And again, it, it drives controversy. It's the reason why we every week have our conversation and hopefully they can sort oh, out consistency yeah. and everything. Um, I think the worst part is we spend more time talking about VAR than we do about the performance of players in the team. You know, we should be talking about a team having a great a great result rather than a dodgy VAR decision, but there you go. Yeah. Quick fire picks. Right. So we're going to play a little game. Uh, we're going to basically predict the uh, Champions League. You can tell I came up with this about a minute before the podcast started. So basically, I've got all the games and all the ties that are going to happen, the semi-final, final. We're just going to say which team we think is going to win and then we'll all come to a decision on who's won the Champions League in our fantasy game. So we start with Dortmund or Man City. Man City. 2-1 Cartney City. Dortmund having a away goal. Yeah, that's City. City, obviously, isn't it? 
That yeah. away goal is going to get ruled out quite quickly because City are going to score. Yeah, so, yeah, without doubt, City will 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 do that. Mm. Um, Harland is not enough. I, they don't have Sanctuary, I don't think Dortmund say. Yeah. Um, PSG Bayern three two to PSG three away goals to PSG. PSG. Yeah, PSG. It's going to be hard to pull that back with three three because you you can just imagine the goals haven't really stopped for PSG, have they? No, no, they're just, flying in. Yeah, PSG without a doubt for me. Um, next up is Chelsea versus Porto. Chelsea two away goals, winning two nil. Opinions? Porto. Actually going Porto. Yeah, I think they're going to pull it back. Fucking hell, nah. I'm going to go Chelsea. Uh, yeah, I think I think I'll go Chelsea there. It's yeah, sure, it's going to be closer. And finally, Liverpool versus Real Madrid. Um, unfortunately, Real Madrid. I think if they if they had fans in Anfield, I think they'd have the chance at the comeback. But I think, yeah. to be fair, I thought Liverpool have walked through this tie because I did. I didn't think Real Madrid uh, were very good. They've not really proved much this season, but yeah, obviously Liverpool are worse. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Madrid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think Liverpool will get it really close. We'll by really close, I mean you know UEFA Madrid two 0 but Real Madrid will will win, and then hopefully they can win the whole thing and win by corrupt means. So, yeah, I'd take a corrupt. Uh, I'd take a you corrupt Madrid win over a City win. You wouldn't. It wouldn't. <laughs> so would you I. wouldn't win a Champions League if it wasn't corrupt. Reign in the corruption. That's what I say. If, if it's not yeah, City winning, bring, um, bring on the corruption. Semi semi-final one. So we've all gone Man City, we've all gone PSG. So who's winning that? City or PSG? What a game that's gonna be. City. Yeah, it's, it's annoying City just that I'm gonna win the Champions League, so I'm gonna go with City. Wee. Yeah, it's not great, is it? No, not ideal. Yeah. Every every part of me is saying go PSG, but I'm I'm gonna I'm Man City. The thing is with these fantasy things, you're always gonna pick Man City, but mm. they could have a sh- shock result. But to be fair, yeah, my could... worry is the shock result they've already got out of the way in Leeds. PSG are our last hope. I think Mbappe and Neymar are our last hope for a yeah to stop City winning the Champions League. Yeah, I, I'm on my knees, please. Um, so we've gone Chelsea, Real Madrid. Max has gone Porto, Real Madrid. <laughs> so, um, oh, either way, Madrid are going to win it, aren't they? Yeah, Madrid will win. The no, Porto. Chelsea, Chelsea will beat Madrid. I disagree. I think Real Madrid will beat Chelsea. It's going to be a, a very close game. Uh the the Atletico Madrid result for uh, against for uh, Chelsea. I think I think that's um that swayed me towards them. That 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 is that's a good point. Because Atletico uh, have been a they've been a better team than Real Madrid this season, and Chelsea sort of eased past them. So yeah, mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Chelsea. I just can't see Chelsea being in the Champions League final. And I don't know why yeah. I can't see it, but you wouldn't think it, but it's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm gonna go Real Madrid. I think they they turn it on in the Champions League yeah. usually, so I think they're gonna win that. And then the final uh, will be. Um, 
probably Real Madrid by corrupt means. Real Madrid, Real Madrid against City, as Max and I have said, and Real Madrid, uh, City against Chelsea, as Jamie yeah. says, which is already an FA Cup semi-final. I think we're all eventually just going to go with City are going to win it, even though we've got different finals. But yeah, different I think... finals, but same winners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've, I not, think... got, they've, they've not got Ronaldo to uh, drag them through it. I just yeah. think City have got way too much quality for Real Madrid. Yeah. I think I think this is a good point to uh, reveal that um, Charlie's very weak Karen Benzema agenda has been uh, fully dropped now. Um, that might be, that might be, that might be, that might be very good. Of that agenda. What was that? You ought to be ashamed of that agenda. Um, uh, you're just trying to break out of his vanilla status. It's when don't don't no, it's like when, it's like when don't encourage him. Don't it's encourage like when, him. It's like when he said Patrick Bamford had flop in the Premier League. Vanilla FC. <laughs> okay, that really, wasn't my brightest moment, right? At least I said got, Chelsea wouldn't win the Premier League. You're not good at judging strikers, <laughs> are you? You've got you've got a weak patch when it comes to judging strikers. Uh, <laughs> um, maybe I I I we'll we'll probably do a strikers tier list on one, and we'll, we can decide that then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Man City too. Me, me and Max will just do that one. You can sit that one out. Yeah, because we've got we've got the real opinions and the real ideas. You know, it's just uh, not vanilla. Yeah, I like I like to say I, caramel, mint chocolate chip. Striker, striker is not your area of expertise, Charlie. You can sit that one out. No, I won't do that. But we've <laughs> we've we've done a tier list where uh, I wasn't involved when my internet died, and let's just say. It didn't go well, so I thought that was class to me. Yeah, I'd agree. So fucking hilarious. I still <laughs> need to release it. I I will leave this call if there's any more hate. Um, right, okay. We've all gone to City to win the Champions League. Brilliant, fantastic news. Speaking of Champions League, big question this week: Who will qualify for the Champions League in terms of the Premier League top four? Now let's get the table up and discuss it. So the teams involved. Man City, we're not going to include them because they're obviously qualifying. United will include them, but I think they've already qualified. I think the main place is third and fourth. Leicester are on 56 points, so they are third. West Ham are fourth with 55 points. Chelsea are fifth with 54 points. Liverpool are sixth with 52 points. Tottenham are seventh with 49. Everton have a game in hand on all those teams and 48. And then Arsenal and Knights, so we won't include them. So it's really Leicester, West Ham, Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham and Everton we will consider. Out of those teams, Maximus will come to you first. Which two, saying the Manchester clubs have already qualified, which two do you see finishing third and fourth and qualifying for the UCL? Next uh, Joe, I'd love to see West Ham and... I'll pro- actually, I'll probably say, yeah, West Ham and Chelsea. So you see Leicester bottling it. I hope so, yeah. Well, I mean, they're only two points. Chelsea and Chelsea, two points away from Leicester. So, I mean, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, West Ham and Chelsea, mate, I reckon. West Ham play Chelsea in a few weeks. That is a very, very exciting fixture I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I always go. I'm supporting West Ham. Oh, everyone's supporting West Ham for that one, mate. Yeah. We're all West Ham. Um, Jamie, where 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 do you stand? Are you with Max, Chelsea, West Ham, or do you think other teams? I'm not. I'm not. I think Liverpool and Chelsea get in there. I think Liverpool is the one who I think are just going to creep in there. I think they've got a. I think they've got enough quality where they'll eventually catch up because they're, they're not too far behind now. I'd love to see Liverpool finish outside the top four. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> so so would everyone. 
dream scenario is Leicester and West Ham. But, oh, yeah. But no, I think Chelsea and Liverpool. Very vanilla opinion, to be fair. But I think mm-hmm. uh, Chelsea and Liverpool are going to squeeze in there. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, with West Ham, every single game, I'm like, right, they're going to drop off now. And then they just, it never seems to happen. I'm, I'm just still expecting it to happen at some point. I've had the, I have had that mindset for a long, long time now with Liverpool that yeah. no matter how bad they get, they are going to turn it around and they're somehow going to end up in the top four. I, the, the way Liverpool won the Premier League last year, and I know they've got injuries, I just can't see them not qualifying. And I think, I think, but West, I think Jamie hit the nail on the head when he said, I think everyone's expecting West Ham to drop off, but they don't, they keep going. And I think Chelsea will do it. I think Chelsea will do it. I think Tuchel's uh, done a wonderful job with Chelsea, so I think they will do it. So I think it is between West Ham and Liverpool. Tottenham, I think, are too far away after that loss to United. I think Everton, even if they're game in hand, they go to 51 points. They'll be four points away from fourth. I think that's uh, they're they're too inconsistent. They've got injuries. Yeah. So I think it it is a toss up between West Ham and Liverpool. And I, I just, I just, I just see Liverpool doing it. I see, I see Liverpool being the villains and taking it away from the West Ham. Really, you would have thought we'd be saying that at the start of the season. Fucking <laughs> Liverpool are West Ham for the last Champions League spot. Exactly. Well, who we thought Man City were going to win the Premier League when they were thirteen? Well, we all were. thought Liverpool would win the Premier League and West Ham would be battling relegation. Now here we are, both of them are challenging for Champions yeah. League. What what a season it's been! What a season! Yeah, it's been a great it's been, season. Not maybe not for Wolves fans, but it's been a fantastic yeah, season. For definitely the not. Um, but yeah, Chelsea and Liverpool, I think. And I'm right. I'm with Jamie. I think Leicester and West Ham. That's who I want to do it. And we'll end on this. Do you see United dropping out? Does anyone see United bottling it? No, no surely yeah. not. Surely. Nine points ahead. You can't imagine a. You can't imagine it. This could be a. This could be on Twitter soon. To be fair, if we do, we're all saying yeah. surely. Not. Well, yeah, yeah. That, they they're not going to bottle it. No, I, I agree. I agree. Um, so that's the end of it. So Max thinks it's going to be Chelsea and West Ham, and Jamie and I think Chelsea and Liverpool. Um, to be fair, West Ham getting fifth. I think. Well, if you look on that. I think it, people might see him as a failure because West Ham have been in the top four for so long. But I, I, I think, think it's a failure season. I don't think anyone's going to see West Ham in the Europa League as a failure. Well, OK, yeah. maybe not failure, but maybe a slight disappointment because they were aiming for Champions League all that time. Yeah. Mm. They've set their standards now. So, but come on, West Ham. And that Chelsea-West Ham game in a few weeks, that could be the decider. I don't, I, I, let's actually have a look at the fixtures very briefly. Um, talk amongst yourselves. When? Yeah, I was going to say, hurry up because I'm going to fucking piss myself. Yeah, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm literally holding I'm it. In. For the last I'm half an hour, I've been holding the fucking fast piss. Well, that's just unprofessional. I, I, no, it's not. It's not at all. I'm not going to change this because you're unprofessional. <laughs> um, West Ham play Newcastle, Liverpool play Leeds, Chelsea play Brighton. I can see all three teams picking up points there and winning. Uh, next yeah, week, Liverpool play Newcastle, West Ham play Chelsea. 
pretty good. West Ham Chelsea, you could almost see as for the cider, can you? Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a good game. Man. West Ham then play Burnley. Chelsea play Fulham, Liverpool play Manchester United. That's going to be a good game. It won't, it'll be nil-nil. Um, then Liverpool play Southampton. Chelsea play Man City. That could be something that Chelsea could be worrying about. We've West got Ham a hard play run, Everton. We've got a hard running, haven't we? Chelsea, Chelsea. yeah. Uh, Chelsea then play Arsenal. Easy three points. Liverpool play West Brom. I mean, West Brom have beaten this season. And West Ham play Brighton. Then it's Liverpool who play Burnley, Chelsea who play Leicester, and West Ham who play West Brom. And then the final day of the season, which it can all come down to, Chelsea play Villa away, West Ham play Southampton at home, and Liverpool play Palace at home. Honestly, after wearing that, I feel like West Ham are the favourites here, because I swear the only sort of big team they're going to yeah. play against is Chelsea. They've, they've got quite a decent run. I thought all of them, all of them could be wins. Apart, I mean, even the Chelsea one, they could win. I think is it Chelsea and Everton are sort of the only, yeah, the only ones that you'd think you wouldn't expect them to win. So yeah, after that, West Ham could actually do it. Chelsea have got the hardest run, and they've got Arsenal. That I mean, they I mean they lost to Arsenal early in the season, so yeah, laugh at that. Uh, they got a City. <laughs> I, I'm ju- I'm just in this mindset that I laugh at Arsenal now. Yeah, they are I think eleven. They're ninth actually. You know. Oh, have you? Yeah, no, they're on the rise. Fair play. <laughs> they're that's on the rise. Yeah, Arteta is fantastic. Um, so that's the end of it. So Jamie, you're going to change from West Ham. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to change. Chelsea out, West Ham in. Liverpool and West Ham are going to do it. Oh, he's not back in two shell. Um, I'm sticking with Liverpool and Chelsea because I'm vanilla. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> you are asking, so me vanilla, he's asking me to change. Asking me to change. And then he's going, oh, I'm just going to stick with it. I you wasn't asking you to change. Vanilla. I was asking if you were going to change. Oh, no, I'm not. I thought I'd spice it up a bit when you just come in and go, no, I'm not changing. <laughs> Chelsea and Liverpool. Um, thank you for joining. Any parting words from the both of you? Uh, yeah, uh, you don't need to follow my Twitter anymore because I've already got more followers in Chaz, so it's all right. <laughs> Up to 191 now. Congratulations. Thank you. How many yeah. followers do you have, Chaz? Charlie. Charlie. I don't uh, know. 185, and then Jamie has... I have like 70, don't I? Two. Massive dub. Massive, uh, massive. Huge dubs. To be to no, to be fair, um, Jamie has been more active on Twitter recently, and yeah, I'd say in terms of quality tweets, I, uh, I fuck both. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely, it's all hits, no misses with Jamie. I, yeah, I, I, it, it, I I've already said I don't, I don't tweet opinions, I just tweet facts. <laughs> Is that your new catchphrase? Yeah, basically. Right, Nothing and on that, that, and on that note, we'll be ending this. Thank you all for listening. Hopefully, we'll be back to a normal schedule after our little hiatus. And we will see you, hopefully, next week. Thank you for for listening. Cheers.